you talking about boxing? Just absolutely boxing. You talking about boxing? Just absolutely boxing. Boxing. Just absolutely boxing. Right, yo, welcome back to the Just Absolutely Boxing Podcast. My name is Ant. I'm with my man P. What's up, everybody? And we on episode 19, man. How you feeling, P? I'm feeling good, man. Um, getting ready to get my Thanksgiving grub on. Oh yeah, looking I- forward to that. Yeah, same here, man. But you know, I gotta put in work that same night, so I'm gonna be taking a plate to work, man. Yeah, but it's all good. Um, you know, today we're gonna be doing something a little different. You know, this, you know, this, this is what we do, though. You know, we talk anything and everything boxing. We're gonna be taking a little look at our history and how we used to come up on boxing. You know, pretty much talking about our form of boxing media when we were coming up. But um, before we do that, just wanted to say, uh, give a rest in peace to our uh, Rafael Garcia. Um. Uh, Floyd Mayweather, as many people know, was Floyd Mayweather's Floyd Mayweather's longtime cut man. He passed away about five days ago, right? Yeah, about passed, five yeah, days ago. He passed away at the age of eighty-eight. Yeah, and um, and that he's also been like in countless, countless corners of so I mean, probably uh, back Roberto, to Ali, yeah, yeah Roberto Duran, um, so Alexis yeah. Argue- Arguello. You know, so like they say, his his career spans almost sixty years. Right. You know, throughout of those eighty years, he's been in the sport over sixty years, and that's amazing. You mm-hmm. know, and he's touched a lot of you know touched a lot of hearts. He was um, Chad Dawson's corner. Yeah. You know, so uh, yeah, I just wanted to say rest in peace to him. And also, this past Friday, we lost uh, the fight doctor Ferdy Pacheco. He passed away eighty nine. He has, so I just wanted to drop a little you know rest in peace to him. Condolences to his family. Um, yeah, I used to. See, when I came up, you know, my introduction to him was seeing him commentating on Showtime. And, mm-hmm. you know, he'd just be sitting there giving a little color and commentary. Sometimes he'd be funny, you know. Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just a rest in peace to those legends in the game, man. But um, on to our topic today. You know, boxing has been around. It's been around for decades, you know. And there's many aspects of the sport. You know, every day, many aspects of the sport evolve and whether it's fighting styles or whether it's the rankings or just rules about the game, you know, many of these things change. But one of the things that really changed drastically is media. And I have to say from the beginning of boxing all the way up to maybe like 10 years ago, one of our main go-to sources for the latest on boxing news, it was basically paper media, you know, magazines, newspapers and so forth. Uh, one of our main sources was Ring Magazine and several other boxing magazines as well. But um, P, you brought that up to me the other day because you was you know telling me that you know Ring Magazine that w- that was that was a go to for you, right? All when right. you was coming up because you, right. you posted up on Instagram some of the different Ring magazines that you had and just some of the ones that that you remember that just kind of that just kind of brought out the the highlights in certain fighters for you, right? Right. I mean, and you know, for um, people that come from our generation, I mean, we used to collect things like that. Um, Source magazines, jet magazines, you know, one of mine's happened to be the ring magazine. It was just, 
it was just something we did back in that time, man. I, the yeah. kids not doing that now, but we, you know, we 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 held on to things and collected, you know, yeah, different things of that nature. But um, for me, like my earliest memories in the eighties, my father, um, watching boxing on network TV for free every Saturday, and him collecting the magazines, mm-hmm. and me, you know, back then I was a kid, seven, eight. It was pretty boring, but I did. I do remember just flipping through the pages, looking at the pictures, always being kind of in all the different pictures and looking forward to looking at the different pictures that um, <clears throat> the Ring Magazine always had displayed. But um, speed up to maybe 2005 or six is uh, when I kind of got back into the sport really um, heavy and um, started getting back into collecting the magazines or looking looking for the magazines. And um, like we say, you know, in today with the internet, everything so instant and fast back and doing that, those times, I mean, you really had to wait for a magazine, like Ring Magazine, TKO Magazine. Like you said, it was a few different magazines out there, but the main holy grail was the Ring Magazine. Mm-hmm. And um, it wasn't an easy magazine to find that. It no. wasn't in every store. You know, it didn't come out every month. And um, like I was telling you earlier, I remember Rite Aid being one of my go-to stores for it, as funny as that may sound. But, mm-hmm. you know, Rite Aid, the pharmacy store, they they were known to have it at that particular time where I was living at. Um, because, I mean, the subscription thing was never for me because I, I was, they didn't come out every month. That was too long to be waiting on the mail for me. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, but uh, it definitely was our resource for boxing during that time. I mean, we didn't have, like you say, the internet and all of the, all the different options that we have now to keep up with the fights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny, like, how you mentioned about the Ring magazine, because, like, when my dad, he said, you know, how he used to see the magazines in the store and, you know, just kind of flip through them. And then, you know, fast forward to whenever, um, you know, him and my mom, they got married and, Sometime when they would go out to different stores, you know, he said Ring Magazine would just be in like a grocery store or something, you know, where you just stop and sit there and read it while yeah. she's shopping. He's still yep. over there reading it. Or sometime when she's going out, he'd be like, hey, pick me up a Ring Magazine if you're going yep. to Food Line or something like that, you know. And that's where you would find it back yeah, in the Yeah, like day, I said, know? it was in the most random it was, places, it was random. you know what I mean? Yeah. And for me, yeah, my introduction was through him. You know, I used to go in his room when I was little. I used to just see him on his little rack in his room, you know, back in the day, they used to, they used to have that comic book look to him. They used to have yeah. that newspaper feel to yeah. it. Still the black and white look. And my real introduction for me when I picked him up was looking at the ones with like Pernell Whitaker, Roy Jones throughout like the late nineties. And I started flipping through them and then going on to like 2000, 2005, you know, like I told you, I would bring them to work. All right. They, they were like a good source just to catch up on boxing and kill time just sitting there reading them. And then up to like 2007, that was like one of the 2007, 2008 was like one of the last years I really, you know, could find them in a store. Yeah, I was about to say it at, at that time, man, it was becoming extinct. Was becoming <laughs> you know extinct. what I'm saying? Yeah, and I was really have, having to dig then. Yeah, yeah, we have to realize, too, you know, 
I mean, the first Ring magazine was published in 1922. I mean, the history on the magazine is incredible. But throughout the years, I forget exactly which year it was. Golden Boy, <clears throat> you know, bought the magazine out and um, took over ownership. And that was definitely the turning point of the magazine for me too, and because politics came into play once mm-hmm. Golden Boy kind of took over and I noticed a change in the magazine. It was already like getting scarce and hard to find, but it was also starting to become, um, you know, pro Golden Boy. You know, De La Hoya yeah. had owned it. So, I mean, a lot of people felt that way. A lot of people turned away from it when De La Hoya bought it because it was now not just the unbiased entity that it had always, you know, been throughout yeah. the years or whatever. But um, <clears throat> like you said, during those years, it was really, really hard to find. And mind you, you know, they have some epi- some issues that we looked started out at 25 cent and they went up to nine bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, the last ones we were buying were nine dollars a magazine. That's another reason why. Mm-hmm. They fell off. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I mean, nine dollars for a magazine. You got to wait two months for it to come out. It just started to be just too much. And then, you know, the invasion of the internet and everything. It just kind of just you didn't need it anymore. Because mm-hmm. um, I got this issue in my hand here uh, from 2005, and yeah, price on it seven ninety five. It was already almost eight dollars in. So. I want to say maybe like in 2008 or 2009, the next couple of times I saw him, it was like nine. It was nine, nine bucks. Yeah, it's a fact. Because the, the last like one I got was yeah. nine bucks. And that was actually the Manny Pacquiao with Floyd Mayweather. I ordered yeah. that one mm-hmm. and paid nine bucks for it in yeah. the mail. So, um, and that kind of shows you, yeah, like what you were saying, um, when Golden Boy, Roscoe De La Hoya, they kind of took over the Ring magazine. It became more of a thing where... They kind of wanted to price the issues out already. You know, they wanted to put a value on it so early in the game already. They 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 kind of wanted to capitalize on that because they knew people age stuff, you know. Exactly. Like the collectors, like we do, we collect the issue. We just let time put value on it. And the fighters on the front of the magazine put the value on it. But they already saying, hey, let's start it out this much. And then it's going right, to politics. The exactly. Yeah. And, exactly. And, and also going back to like the content. Back in the day, you would see articles by different writers in there, and it seemed like you were covering all aspects. All from, aspects. From, you know, amateurs, you know, kids just coming into the game. Um, just stories on the different fighters, but it, it wasn't like they were trying to promote just one type of fighter under one umbrella, you know? Exactly. It wasn't an HBO fighter, a Showtime fighter, a Golden Boy fighter, a top rank fighter. It was just fighters, and, you know, mm-hmm. that's the thing that... um. Like I said, change went throughout the years and, you know, different owners taking place, which is normal. And, you know, mm-hmm. things change or whatever. But um, another thing I want to kind of bring up about the Ring magazine, one of my like favorite parts about it, too, was, um, you know, they were famous for talking about the up and comers. And it was always good to see an up and comer become a star and then be able to go back and read on him when he was an up-and-comer. You know, I always mm-hmm. used to, like, do that, go back and say, oh, man, I remember they were talking about him right here. He wasn't nobody yet, you know. And then to see this guy actually, you know, work his way up the ranks and become a champion and become on the cover of the magazine. He may have started in the back of the magazine. That's right. where, that you know, the guys were. Right. But, you know, worked his way up and, and, and got a ring magazine cover. So that was always a good thing for me. And then it was the type of literature that, 
you could always go back and find something new in it. You know, yeah. I would go back and read magazines two and three different times. The first time I read it, I might have not been interested in a certain mm-hmm. article. Later mm-hmm. on, I might have been interested in that article because yeah. something happened different, you know, in the fight game. So well, now I can read this or whatever. Right. But it definitely was that type of literature. It, it was, it was kind of, they were kind of like records or something, you know, records or CDs. When you pick up your favorite CD, you might go to, straight to the songs that you want to hear. Exactly. And you listen to them over and over. But after that, you start examining, analyzing the rest of the album or something. That's how the magazine was for me. Like, yeah. if I picked it up for Bernard Hopkins on the cover, I wanted to go straight to his story, read it, you know, find out what he's up to, his next fight. And then I would go back sometimes and start picking up, reading about the, you know, the letters or the other fights that took place that I might have right. missed. So the magazine, the issue that would come out, it, I would read it for, for months sometimes. I right. would definitely have something to read until the next one because the next one would take forever to come out anyway. So. And um, another thing, too, and just how, like, you could watch a guy, like you say, you made the, you know, analogy to, like, albums or whatever, and that's kind of true because you could get this Ring magazine and and equate it to, oh, this is so-and-so's first album, you know, this is yeah. the beginning of his career, okay, I can go to this issue, this is the, okay, yeah. I can go to this career, this is when he fell off, he got knocked out, you know what I yeah. mean? So yeah. you also can see guys' careers career span through these magazines yeah. you know what i mean yeah. you can see the beginning the middle and the end for some fighters you know what mm-hmm. i mean the magazine was around since forever yeah. so it's a lot of coverage in there yeah because if you for example you look at the ring right there with floyd the pretty boy floyd one mm-hmm. um that that was like pretty boy then the next issue where he became money mayweather yeah that's when he was yeah. known as pretty boy so right you there know? you can see that evolution of him right there and think it's some kids or people who may have not been into the sport who don't remember pretty boy you know all yeah. they knew was yeah. money may that's yeah. when he came to their attention or whatever so it's just a lot man it's a lot of information yeah, yeah. what do you think like you, do you think if the if any other type of boxing magazine came out now, do you think it would be able to survive in this kind of new wave of media? Um, I seriously doubt it, Ant, for a couple of reasons. The main reason is the 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 instantaneous way you can get information now. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. It's not really. I mean, even the pictures at one time. You know, like I said, I used to. Just look at like to look at the pictures in the Ring magazine now. I mean, they have vivid pictures online, vivid, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's visuals and audio yeah. and, you know, information everywhere now. Yeah. So, like, for yeah. a magazine to come out today and really make a splash, what, what could they bring to the table? What really grab people? I mean, yeah. you gotta, you gotta price it because it's nothing cheap. You're not gonna say, oh, it's only 25 cents. Nobody doing nothing for 25 cents. You right. know what I mean? Right. It's like, if you put some type of price on it, they think it's valuable. You know, if you kind of, you're gonna have to raise the price. Yeah, you're gonna have to come out. Yeah, want some know? money for it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's gonna mm-hmm. have to be $10. Yeah. So I, I, I don't really see the market for it. And, it, and it's kind of the, the thing is that it's like, it's just an error that we were blessed enough to catch, you know, the magazine error, you know, it happened to be the ring magazine, but in a while, 
you know, none of this stuff probably or it'll just be antiques and relics. Yeah. I mean, for the yeah. most part, this yeah. was like, you know, we caught the tail end of this wave mm-hmm. and um, I was happy to catch it and, you know, be able to witness it and be able to hold on to so many issues, yeah. you know, that I have that are in really good condition. So, I mean, mm-hmm. we living in the world of resale now, so I know to hold on to stuff now. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, I try to hold on to it because, like, that's why I asked you that question, like, would a magazine survive now because... You know, boxing, just like everything, everything else, like basketball, movies, it's all entertainment mm-hmm. and it's falling under the same thing. Like with like with movies, you know, like we used to rent movies from Blockbuster Video, but that physical that physical media, that physical demand is gone. Right. So cause when you got Netflix, Redbox streaming, you streaming, know. you know, people just want their movies right there and they right. don't really want to go out no more to get stuff and, go out you and it's, it you know streaming is so much faster you, yeah. you gotta be honest i mean it, it's a lot faster same with magazines like you gotta wait like you said a month or two months yeah the publication you, the printing the magazine yeah. the this that the third and, and that's another thing like we say back in the day i mean once the issues came out fights were two or three months old right you know what i mean yeah. Yeah. you know that was another thing, you know, you you get one issue, these guys are about to fight. Mm-hmm. By the time you get the next issue, they fought and about to fight somebody yeah. else, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was another part of just how you just seen it kind of just fall off, you know what I mean? Part of it, just the information, it, you know, it was coming out too late. For the boxing fans, we wanted to know, we wanted to know. You wanted to know what the, what know? the next move was. Yeah, like, I did. remember like seeing one of, you know, Jeff Lacey's fights on ESPN. And then after that, like going to pick up the Ring magazine, it was like the the fight had already passed like a month and a half ago. I see the little article in there talking about it, and I was right. like, "Shit, this already happened." You know, right. I'm trying to figure out what his next move at the time was. But I mean, it was still entertaining to me because you could still just kind of see the breakdown of it. Yeah, how people used to break for down sure. fights. For and, sure, for sure, for sure. And going back to another part of the magazine, you know, the. The, the letter section people actually used to write mm-hmm. letters and you know n- kids now they, they don't know nothing about that you're actually having to write to one of your favorite sources of media and asking them questions and them putting your letter in the magazine and i think that you have to feel some sort of respect through like they respect what you said your opinion you know what i mean yeah i mean because the the, all those letters they yeah i about to say yours, it's know? a million letters that came in and the fact that this guy pictures it had to be you know a special failing you get to see your 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 actual letter printed in the ring magazine and knowing that it only came out every couple of months and in a couple of months time i know they got millions of letters and Mm -hmm. you know they pick mines out of it yeah definitely knowing you probably wrote it like eight months ago and then you finally see it and it'll have you going back checking you know going there checking and and like i think i think the physical media in that aspect it kind of makes it more more sacred to you versus going on youtube and posting the comment on a video yeah it's more personable to me i mean online is just like you just another number with this letter i mean they actually have your Your address address. (laughs) you know what i mean your full name not a handle Mm -hmm. not x star 22 black guy you know what i mean these crazy handles that people got now it it definitely was more personable I think, and and probably more, you know, gratifying than uh, somebody responding to a, mm-hmm. a post or something. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And you're growing up when you're writing a letter. 
you're taught to write letters that you sit down and you know put out your thoughts and they're more personal but nowadays when you get on youtube and comment on one of the biggest one of the biggest social media platforms you, you say anything most of the time just because you're in the comfort of your home and sometimes people want to be disrespectful or sometimes they just don't know what to say in certain words and they just type out whatever they want and like you say you just kind of fall into that that list of trolls or yeah, other I numbers, mean, you know? I mean, the thing is, and I mean, I, I seriously doubt that back in the letter era when people were writing letters, they were writing a hate letter. Right. You know, you're writing a letter saying, yo, you stupid, I hate you. you well, who's going to take the time to take a stamp, yeah. put it in the envelope, do all this stuff to hate me? But, you know, now with a click of a button, you can spew some ignorance out there, and that's a little easier. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. sure it was stupid letters back in the day, too, but not as easy as it is to post something. Yeah. Do you think that it was a good thing for boxing or no? Did it like improve boxing once it hit the net and the blogs and all the things that we do have um, access to now or it turned it into something else? Because now everything is more business, you know, okay. I mean, people... Well, that's a good question. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I think I think too much of anything can be a bad thing. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. I think a healthy dose of it was good. But at the same time, it kind of it kind of takes away it kind of takes away the respect for it. Absolutely. And I'm going to give you a perfect example yeah. when you finish. But go ahead. It, yeah. Okay. Um, I just feel like with. With it being in a physical form where you actually take the time to, you know, pour out your heart, to sit down and, you know, pour out your thoughts, it kind of makes you, like I said, it makes you feel like a sense of accomplishment as well as, as well as showing, as, as well as showing respect to what you're writing about. Yeah. That's, that's like in the, in the point of view of a writer in a magazine, but like versus, Say when fans they go they go online and just start up a blog and they just start writing the most nasty comments about a fighter. Right. And right. It, it it just kind of brings out more negativity, and, and I feel like it 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 kind of take it, it doesn't take the sport down. It just kind of takes the it, uh, the appreciation the of appreciation the sport for because it. you had to realize okay back. And this time we appreciated. We waited yeah. two months to get this magazine, yeah. so we appreciated. Yeah. Like you said, we read it three or four mm-hmm. times. We paid ten dollars an issue for it. Yeah. You know, we appreciated it more. Now we're flooded, and okay, not only is the important information getting out, but it's a bunch of filler and bull crap coming out yeah. too. Because, like I say, the business yeah. aspect of it, mm-hmm. a person can go make a blog and talk bad about boxes mm-hmm. and get views mm-hmm. and eventually get money because. Yeah. It, Strictly from you know spewing out negative okay. things, you know what I'm saying. I yeah, mean that, yeah. that you, and that's because of the abundance of boxing talk this out now. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the day, it wasn't a whole bunch of this; it wasn't a whole bunch of outlets. So people wanted to hear quality from these outlets. But mm-hmm. now, since it's flooded, you can go anywhere. It's a lane for people to talk craziness. Is you know, it's yeah. all these different lanes out here yeah. now. Okay. You know what I mean? And, okay, going back to your question too. Um, this is how I'm gonna say it then. I'll let you sift it out because I'm just I'm using the music um, example again. So back in the day, artists, they used to have to rent studio time mm-hmm. to actually sit down and make their best music. And they knew that time 
that time was money. It costs a lot of money to rent a studio Absolutely. by the hour, don't it? So they actually have to go in there and make sure they're ready to lay down whatever, whatever it is they're doing. Is it the song, instrumental, whatever it is. Versus today, you can just pull up certain type of softwares and anybody who says they're an artist, they can just pull up software and exactly make a beat and it'd be trash and it's out there. So that's what I'm saying. What, what happens when you have... Um, or over abundance of access to something the quality goes down quality and a person's uh creativity okay. their, their patience their patience goes down because they don't they don't know patience like we used to right like with the magazine you sit there and wait for it to find out about your favorite fighter you you, you kind of learn patience right you kind of have to learn patience and then after that when it comes you 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 respect it more because it was just that that time that was put into it versus now whenever you just go online and hear the next presentation of a fighter it kind of because going back before we say you know we go to see fighters we put them high up because you know they're going in there doing something that that we don't do mm. but kind of getting too personal with them and not sifting out all the all the bs it kind of brings them down to our level and they start kind of disrespecting them and thinking that they owe us something, you know what I mean? Right, right. I mean, and being from the era that I'm from, and I get the magazine era, and I get this new era. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Both eras have advantages and disadvantages to them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I do get, you know, waiting for the magazine. You know, anticip building up some anticipation. Oh, is it coming? Or oh, be here this week? You know, oh, I can't wait to read about this fight or this that, and the third. You know, I do get that. And then I get the new wave with instant information. I like to just go in as soon as the fight is over. If I didn't see the fight, I can go and see, boom, somebody's got a react video. Somebody's, you know, the information is there instantly. So I, mm-hmm. I do understand that. But like you say, you know, the new access, the Internet and all that stuff is opened up more doors for um different things like you say and i mean back i mean the word troll and i just figured out yeah. what that it, yeah. you didn't have a troll during the ring magazine era you yeah. know what i mean right now you like you say you can get you know a guy make a fake page and get on and talk about deontay wilder's daughter or somebody's mother or just do mm-hmm. the most ignorant things because it's a um you're able to do it, you yeah. know, whereas yeah. opposed, you know, back in the day you wasn't. So, I mean, like I say, I get both of them and I mean, I appreciate both of them. I mean, I, I do appreciate mm-hmm. the new stuff, too. And mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I mean, I filter out all the bull crap and, you know, our mantras. We want to cover the sport in the best possible light and aspect. Period. You know, we want to we want to project the sport in a positive image you know what i mean we we're not here for the bashing or um you know bringing down fighters because we got a lot of respect yeah. for them you know yeah. that's that's what we want to do but it's people out there who are in the business of the total opposite of what we are yeah and that's what i was about to bring up like i feel like one of the negatives of having more social media is that Anybody can get their hands on one little chunk of news and run with it. Mm-hmm. Like whether it's, it's true it, or false. <laughs> yeah. It, it's hard to find the 
the, the legitimacy of, of certain sites now because everybody has access to the same thing and they can take it, you know, they can bring it the way it is, bring the real, or they can just run with it and, and build it into their own story. Like I went online one day, you know, a while back and I was trying to find out about, I can't remember the fight, but they just blew up this whole story and the whole thing was just false. They just mm-hmm. did it for they just did it for for views. The business, or the, clickbait, the, the, as they the, say now, the, the business aspect of it. That's why I say, yeah. I mean, it's it's money and yeah. it's money and telling a lie. It's money and being misleading. I mean, Cause see, before whenever you had a physical copy, like it's a magazine, you knew that that was a legit source. These were legit sources. But now you kind of you kind of have to always go back and do research like oh is this guy is he bringing the truth Absolutely. is this website are they bringing Absolutely. the truth where are they getting their sources at? are they filter. really there you filter know? through the bull crap yeah, yeah. yeah. filter through and, the bull and i crap. think i think that's the that's one of the negative things for me and and it grows every day because you're getting more and more of it so yeah i think that's one of the I would I would like to go back to a magazine, but I say it's like a healthy dose of both. You That's know, what I say. Yeah, I understand. You know, yeah. both of them. I mean, because to be honest, saying I mean, I can. I mean, I filter through the bull crap. I mean, I read mm-hmm. the, the the headlines, and if it's talking stupid, I don't even open it up. You know what I mean? I I, I scroll through a million things, but I only open a few. Mm-hmm. I only watch a few. Yeah, you know what I mean. I scroll through a million things throughout the week and the days, mm-hmm. you know, but I only open a few because ninety percent of them is some some crap yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean unless you're actually seeing like a source that has an actual fighter there where the words are coming out of his mouth out of his mouth that, exactly. that's the only time you can feel feel like that's the only time you feel confident that you learning something straight from that fighter right but like right like i right. said anybody with access now like same with music anybody with access can just over flood the game with they something. can make an album you yeah. know they, they can make an album and it'd be trash you know? exactly <laughs> So, I mean, same with this, and anybody can get out there and make a podcast, a blog, a vlog. Um, you know, the access and the ability is very convenient for you to do that now, but you know, I mean, that don't mean it's going to be good. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing, but anybody can get out here and do this. This, this is open for everybody. And, 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 and that's the thing at like with me and you. This what we was doing before. It was just no mics. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We yeah. going we going to talk about boxing, whether we recording it or not. You right. know, and we just the, the, which our head is real is what you get. You know, the chemistry is real. This is not scripted or you know. Of course, we you know format the shows, but you know we pretty much just going off how we really feel. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's you know this is what we would be doing if. <laughs> we wasn't making a podcast. Right. This is what we was doing before the podcast, yeah. talking about boxing. Yeah, when we're talking about it, it's never like a hearsay type of thing. Like usually, we come to each other. We actually did our research, or you know, we if we're not sure about something, we just ask each other. Like, did you right. hear about this? A- a- and you know, before we Absolutely. really go Absolutely. into building it up into like a big story, like yeah. most, of, like I said, the things we talk about are all real. So, yeah. and and the thing about it too, Aunt, you know, the things we talk about are real you know they're coming from us from our true feelings our true perspectives but at the end of the day this is still this show is still our opinions you know this is our platform to express our opinions you know our opinions we base them off of facts not like personal 
you know, we try not to base them off personal feelings or whatever, but mm-hmm. we try to base our opinions off, you know, the facts. And um, that's just that's just the image that, that 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 we want. You know what I mean? We don't want to do the the gossip stories, the the oh this guy's locked up story. Does I mean if it's a fact and it needs to be covered, yeah, we'll cover it. But we're not into, you know, putting the spotlight on negative news. All right. You know what I mean? Going back, um, looking at the Ring Magazine, I was just wanted to ask you this too. Like, did you ever like look at the the pound for pound rankings in there? All, all the time, the pound, yeah, like, the pound for you, pound. <laughs> did you agree with them most of the time? Like back, like I, I bring that up because recently, like I want to say it was them they released the, their own pound for pound ranking now, but you know, it, it it caught a lot of flack because of the whole the whole ranking system. The way they had fighters ranked, it was almost it seemed more biased than it used to, you know. Yeah, I mean, it still was one of those things. It wasn't the WBC, mm-hmm. it wasn't the WBA, it wasn't the yeah. IBO. It was the Ring Magazine yeah. and how they thought that people should have been ranked. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember things being outrageous. Did I agree with yeah. every single ranking? No, but I mean, to me, it seemed kind of pretty much. In the area, you know, one or two slots, you know, Mm -hmm. but for the most part, it seemed pretty, pretty accurate. And that's another thing. And I used to love going back to even now you can go back and just see, you know, what a guy was ranked at, you know, see a guy who was at the bottom become Mm -hmm. at the top of a list. You know, some guys were at the top of of a list forever. You know, Floyd Mayweather was at the top of wealth forever. You know, Roy was the top of his list for a long time. There's a lot of guys Mm -hmm. who just remained at the top of, you know, their list for a long time. It's just a lot, a lot. A lot of information in those magazines back in the day. You know, some people it's funny and some people might be like, oh man, hey, I wasn't. But man, it was a lot of information in there. Yeah. It just it, depends it, on how yeah. dug, how deep you dug. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah, when you look, it's like going looking at these rankings. When you looked at them versus like how each sanctioning body had them, it was kind of like the ring actually took the best fighters. Well, actually, they took yeah the best fighters at each division. And they actually took the time to say, well, what did they do to get yeah. to get the to get the respect they did? It wasn't right. just like a sanctioning body, you know, maybe the money involved. But with them, it was actually like, OK, this guy's here because he beat this guy. This exactly. guy's here. And exactly. and that leads to me why there was a ring magazine belt. Right. And a lot of the times the ring magazine belt was seen as the linear title over all the others. Over all the other belts. Yeah. Because. um like when we go back to uh, the Roy Jones and Tarver fight, like after that happened, um, the Ring Magazine they still sanctioned Roy Jones, not Roy Jones, but Antonio Tarver Glenn Johnson's fight when all the other all the other belts didn't want to sanction the fight because mm. they wanted him to fight. They wanted Tarver and Johnson to fight mandatories, right? But they said we want to make the fight where the best fight the best, the best fight the best. So Ring Magazine they stepped in their belt still sanctioned the fight, so. That kind of shows you where where their ranking system laid and how exactly. they kind of show respect to the best in the game. Right. You know. But, yeah, that's that's and you know going in there and like actually analyzing the magazine. Yeah. A lot of people might say, oh, it's just it's just pictures. It's just right. words. But I mean, you go in there, you actually learn something just looking at the ranking was, system. It was a, and a, a lot of information. And I mean, from 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 everything, you know, even I remember doing the later issues, you know, B-Hop had this little, you know, 
the last two or three pages where he explained different punches and went step by step and you know showed I mean it was just a lot of things I look forward to yeah I was um, um, I was looking at a my dad had the uh, Pacquiao issue and it had one of his little articles and they had a fight at Southpaw yeah, you know B-Hopper dad yeah. back of the magazine yeah, you know and yeah. he used to be in there breaking down you know step by step different techniques that you know he had mastered and um, it was good stuff yeah man uh I, I guess now the Ring magazine it's just like you said it's just a piece of history now. Um, yeah, it's a piece there's of really history. no way you can go back to something like that. It's just like having physical media. Um, you had to be there and to understand. Yeah, you you know, have to be I, there. Yeah. I wouldn't expect the kids to get to get it really now. You no. know what I mean? You kind of had to, you know, be there. Like I say, for me, my 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 oldest memory is just being a kid in the '80s and the Ring magazine, looking through it too. Now, I mean, it's still around. It's not really necessary anymore, but it's still around. I'm a grown man now, so just, I mean, the magazine's been around my whole life. Um, it's like for us, there's there's no way you can, you know, think of boxing and not think of, like, Ring Magazine, TKO Magazine, right. you know, any of those right. magazines, you right. know. Right, because that was our that was our go to. That, that was our thing, and and that's the thing. At like you know, we brought up the story. We said, well, we're not promoting the Ring magazine. We just explaining the importance or the impact the magazine had on us. You know, learning about the sport, getting into the sport, and you know, we just wanted to give our spin on it. This is no way connected to De La or Golden Boy, anything like that. We just speaking on you know how the, the magazine impacted us and I'm sure it's millions of other boxing fans out there who feel the same way because this was one of the only few pieces that we had yeah. you know during that time yeah. and um, it's 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 interesting too Ant because with the magazine weaning out it kind of weaned out that old audience because boxing got so crazy you know the politics the um you know the pay-per-view you know it wasn't mm-hmm. we wasn't having access to fights on you know access tv anymore so it just became so much money involved in a lot of politics and it turned a lot of people away um when this magazine kind of faded away too though though that, that it like faded away with that older generation of um mm-hmm. boxing fans um because you gotta realize too i mean that technology came in and a lot of the you know the older people you know my dad wasn't going Same on the internet dad, yeah, yeah he wasn't yeah. like to this going day, on you know like to this day like my dad he i try like every now and then like if i go home visit him you know find a magazine for him you know find yeah. one if it's out there but most of the time he'll ask me like oh who's you know who's ranked yeah, you know, how's the ranking system look now? Because you know he he's not gonna take the time to go in there and you know listen to some of these websites. And on top of that, just just coming from the area he is, like he he wants to know what's their reputation, like what's their legitimacy to say mm-hmm. who's the top guy. You know, it was just like with these magazines, it a ring magazine, it has rep to stand on. You know, absolutely. I mean, leg to stand on. And so. that's another thing too. In, in today's world, you can have anybody just kind of speaking on different things whereas you know i mean something like the ring magazine they had a reputation to protect so they weren't putting in lies they weren't you know putting in untruths that that stuff was facts and Mm -hmm. verified you know by fighters you know 
trainers, mm-hmm. promoters, all these people that they had connections with. Nowadays, yeah, you know what's the wild wild west out here? You know what Every, I'm saying? Yeah, everybody's got their hands. It's the wild wild so. west, you know. So it's just like. You know, but that's why I say I go back to, you know, we try to take pride in it. And that don't mean we can't be wrong. And I mean, we can be wrong. We can call a fight wrong. We can, mm-hmm. you know, be wrong on, on, on a fact. I mean, we're not perfect, but, you know, we try to be factual and on point with our stuff. We're not trying to, you know, yeah, ride the wave that other people are riding. I mean, we in our own lane, like we always say. Always say, man, staying in our you own lane, lane, bro. But yeah, man, uh, anything else you want to say about the... Um Ring magazine, any magazine. Um, today, and like I said, um, I was online and mm-hmm. googled the Ring magazine and just started going through the different covers. And I mean, I tell you, man, if you you know anybody got some spare time on their hands and um are interested in seeing some of the magazines, I suggest they do the same. I mean, it's mm-hmm. millions of covers, not millions, but it's a lot of different. Oh yeah, covers. I mean, very very. Uh, classic covers. I posted a few on Instagram. Um, it's too many to post all of them. I just picked a few of them, but, um, the history is deep with this magazine. And uh, I'm just glad that, you know, it played a part in, in, in my life getting into the sport, learning about the sport. Yeah. I have to you say know? the same thing. Like, I'm glad that we, we got a chance to, you know, ride that wave. <laughs> you yeah, know, ride that catch wave that wave. Magazine, yeah, magazines. catch that wave. Catch that wave. Just know? the whole physical media. You know, it, there's something more personal about it for me, and actually being able to hold it. Same way I am with movies, I like to be able to actually hold it and actually look at the the time somebody took to make it. All right. And that's how I feel with the magazine. I mean, you know, like I said, you actually taking the time to see what somebody says and what they put together. You know, their mm-hmm. thoughts uh, versus what goes on today. Uh, like I said, we ain't bashing social media, but I mean, you gotta have you. Got, you still gotta be creative, however you bring it. All right. I mean, you still gotta be creative. You gotta be real with it. Anything else you want to say in closing? Um, no, just you know, keep supporting and um, following our movement. Um, we appreciate the likes and you know the people that we got following us. But um, you know, just subscribe leave reviews on iTunes just help us grow that's it yeah yeah pretty much that's all I got to say too um you know if y'all have any like questions about some ring magazines you know like just some issues uh I'm not gonna send you any but <laughs> I might read your article <laughs> yeah that's another thing too and I wanted to just drop the you know people just listening I mean we open to suggestions anything yeah. you guys want to hear us cover you know, stories or topics you guys want to hear us talk about, you know, feel free to drop us a line, Facebook, Instagram, any of the platforms that, um, you know, you can find the Jab Podcast on because um, we would love to hear from you guys. So, you know, this evening what I'll do is on Facebook, you know, I'll just ask that question, you know, what what's the topic you want us to talk about or anything you want to hear about? And you can just comment under there, yeah. you know, just leave a comment yeah. under there and, you know, we'll, we'll go ahead and make a topic about it. You know. Yeah. And feel free anytime, you know, not yeah, just anytime. today, guys, yeah. but, you know, anytime you guys want to, you know, yeah. hear about something because we love talking about boxing. Yeah. But um, that's pretty much all we got for this evening. Like I always say, you know, just go to iTunes uh, and SoundCloud and you can subscribe and follow us. Just type in hashtag jab podcast and we on Google Play now. 
once you go to google play just type in um, jab podcast and that's for like android users people who don't have iphones so if you want to go in there you can subscribe there and make sure you drop a review for us and you can follow us on facebook and twitter and instagram at the jab effect and once you go on instagram you can see some of those uh ring magazine covers that Pete posted and uh visit the jab effect website and the jab effect youtube channel my name's anthony it's your boy p and we are signing out peace peace